Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want you to blame anything else but the negative. Hey, what's going on? It's me and Cassino Williams with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. And um, I'm a little late on this podcast. I apologize. I know people were anticipating uh, tuning in last night to listen to it. Uh, but unfortunately, I couldn't get to it. Um, uh, this week was my birthday. May 8th was my birthday. My wife took me to... Uh, Miami, you know, uh, some friends, one of my best friends and his wife, I mean, his girl and some friends. She rented a yacht for a few hours and we were just on the water in Miami. It was beautiful. Appreciate that. Definitely a great mental uh, uh, release, you know, just to be out there with good people, good environment. So first, you know, I'm going to start off my podcast by saying my health is good. My mental health is good. People, you know. Um, every day is getting better, um, and, and, you know, I want your mental health be, be good as well. You know, sometimes I have my bad days, you know what I mean, or bad mornings, but at the end of the day, overall, it is good. I have, re- you know, I've been, you know, you know, exiting out people in my life that bring that negative energy, and, uh, you know, recently I was faced with old demons that try to come back. Um, and you know, it didn't affect me. I said, I'm good. Bye. You know, so my mental health is good. So I appreciate people hitting me up, asking me, but one thing, uh, I know a lot of people were anticipating this, this Kevin Samuel. I know the Derek Jackson one, people loved it. A lot of people hit me up, men and women. And they were saying, wow, you know, you really hit the nail on the head with that. And I always want to be careful because I don't want to stray so far away from mental health that I'm, I'm, I start to be, the people that I speak uh, against as examples in our black community. I don't want to be bashing our black men out there, you know what I'm saying, so, just so people listen to me. You know, when I'm speaking about Derek Jackson, it's nothing about his character as a man or anything like that. It was just at the end of the day, you know, what he represented. That it, you know, so that's what I really meant. So I want to make that, because this is about black men's mental health this is not me bragging on getting on people i I really want to try to do that sometimes you know there's a gray line between that i and i understand that you know i've listened to past podcasts i'm like okay you know let me try to really steer my podcast to the mental health and the effect of mental health so a lot of people have asked me about kevin samuels you know and i posted some things on my uh, personal page regarding that and um some imagery and stuff like that so um, when he first came out, now if y'all know who Ke- Kevin Samuel is, he's this new guru guy that uh, has been last few months get going viral with some of his um, advice to women and men when it comes to relationships and stuff. And he's saying a lot of things that you know gets giggles a lot. Like he'll tell the women, "How can you, you know, how can you expect the guy with rich when you bring on the table, man?" All, you know, so. It's very entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. You know things he says. At first, I, I you know, I, 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 I used to watch some of the, the videos that went viral and laugh and say, yeah, you know, cool, you know. So, so don't get me wrong. Um, 
I don't have a problem with any guru or advice person out there because that's what I am. So how I'm going to say, here? I do this, I do the podcast, I'm starting a podcast on a po- podcast guru and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, who am I to tell somebody else not to make money from creating content and giving advice? You know what I mean? You know, I'm a life coach. I have a degree in psychology. So at the end of the day, who, who am I not to tell somebody? You just, you know, exactly. I'm doing the same thing. But sometimes when you look further into things, you know, I I said, yeah, this this is a black men's mental health issue. And uh, there's this clip that went viral uh, that, that was from about years ago. No, not years ago. I'm sorry. This was uh, last year, early last year, I guess when he first started, right? Because there have been a lot of pictures online with him really suspe- suspect. They're not suspect that a man can't dress really, really good, and, you know, no, you could be fly every single day in a suit, clean, manicure your 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 your, your, your toes and nails and, and keep your, you know, and nothing's wrong with that. That doesn't make you feminine, nothing like that. But there was a lot of pictures going around the last few weeks of him that really were really suspect, you know what I mean? Really feminine, feminine stances, feminine uh, uh, outfits, not like dresses, nothing, but, you know, the way he's wearing it, really, really feminine, you know? Really contrast to like how he is when he does his his zooms and YouTube where he's dressed in a, in a suit and stuff like that. So let's I want to clip in on this right here because I think this is the uh, the the clip that really um, disturbed me. So um, let's 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 listen to this this clip from somewhere. Big dick, huh? You have a big dick. I mean, it's above average. I ain't no broad no, 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 no. I asked you if you had a big dick. I just said it was above average. I don't know what that is, but uh, nigga, you know if you got a big dick or not. Stop the bullshit. <laughs> Every dude know whether or not he got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. You don't know? I mean, you don't have a big dick. That's the point. You don't have a big dick. You don't have a big wallet. You a big. You a fat dude. And you got a lot of nerve thinking you should get choosing signals at five foot ten and three hundred pounds, making less than a thousand dollars a month at twenty years old. And women should approach you. What they get? They don't even get a big dick. <laughs> that really, really, that really, really bothered me. And let me let me tell you, explain why it bothered me and why it's related to mental health. Okay, now you know with the pictures going around. I said to myself at first, I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe the guy's just, you know, was raised in a household by all women. He's very stylish. He's that borderline feminine, masculine, you know, what, what they call that? You know what I'm saying? The, the uh, you know, feminine masculinity, you know, metrosexual type of man. You know, and I can't get mad about that, you know? Um, if anybody knows about fraternities, he's obviously, he's not obviously, but he's a Kappa and they, their, their whole thing is pretty boys and stuff like that. So, you know, I said, Hey, it's, it is what it is. Then when I saw that, see, now that's, see, the thing is, that's an old clip. That's not anything new. That's old. That's when he first started where he was just doing the zooms and the quality of the picture wasn't good and all that stuff. This, so that was old. So start digging a little bit deeper into him most of his advice is towards men the women thing is relatively new i mean he's been doing it but like it's picked up because of the the viral clips the viral the things that have gone viral for him 
but he was mostly talking about women, I mean men and stuff like that, and talking to men. And that bothered me so much. Now, Derek Jackson, the fall of Derek Jackson really hurt women in the black community because Derek Jackson was the epiphany of what a perfect black man should be. So now, you know, what the black community always do is try to find these new messiahs. And this guy is coming to be that new guy that everybody's focusing on because he's saying things. But when you really listen to him, all he's doing is talking about any, everything physical, nothing about anything self-worth or anything like that. Everything is physical with him. Now, I have a lot of gay friends, right? And at the end of the day, I've heard them a plenty of times talking about big dick and like that type of talk. You got a big dick and all this other stuff. Like, you know, um, I'm not saying all gay guys and I don't know your interaction, but my interaction with gay guys, they tend to talk about those things. They tend to talk about big dick, body shape, what they want more than women. Um, from my experience. Now, you could have a different experience. But I'm just saying my experience. And I don't know on any planet Earth, like, I am a certified life coach. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I was a consultant for career resource and careers and stuff like that for over seven years. So my credentials are solid. I have never, ever sat down with somebody and asked them if they had a big dick when it comes to bettering yourself or you wanting to get into a relationship. Like, any man knows that, to be honest, Penis size is probably more concerning to us than it is to a woman. We understand what women want. You know, these, you know, we, we know a good woman wants a good man. And we know a lot of these women, Instagram women, women out there, or, or a lot of women in general want a man that is is could take care of them, that, you know, that 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 could drive the fly car, dress fly, all that stuff. Most of the time, the conversation ain't about if a man's dick is big or not with a woman. You have a woman that is a good woman that just wants a man that's righteous, maybe religious, or you have the superficial ones that want, you know, the flashy guy with the money, stuff like that. But really, have I ever seen a woman throw in a big dick? Like, of course, there's conversations out there. Women, are, well, I want a certain size dick, and blah, blah, blah. But with all women, it's very. Some women do want a big dick. Some women want a small one. But at the end of the day, that's not what is the discussion. When I talk to, to men, young black men, about relationships, I never think about talking about big dick. Like, that's something that, why would you even ask that? Like, if you are trying to help people out, where in your mind does that come in? Unless it's in your mind. And, like, he didn't even say it one time. Like, hey, you know. You know, hey, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, you don't have the things that these women, the women you want, really are looking for. You know what I'm saying? They're looking for money, you know, you know, you know, certain size penis, blah, blah, like, 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 you know, I get it. I don't agree with it, but I, I get if that's where he was going. But he said it a few and laughed. Oh, you don't have a big deal. <laughs> like, like, am I the only one that felt like that's what he likes? Then you top it off with a lot of the suspect pictures. It's like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying a gay man can't give advice. I'm not. 
at the end of the day, you're human, you've had relationships, so I'm sure you could talk about it. It is the, your free right to do that. So don't get me wrong. But just like, I'm going to say something controversial that people, oh my God, just like Black Lives Matter, it's not about the message sometimes, it's about the person giving the message. For example, Black Lives Matter, of course, the statement is true. Black lives do matter. But when you, back in the day, before they changed it, went to Black Lives Matter's webpage, it was all about empowering the LGBT community and trans rights. That's what it was about. Nobody could, you cannot contest me on that in any way whatsoever. That's what it was about. It was on their website. They didn't care about a black man. They didn't say, we want black man's fathers in the household. It, yo, there was nothing on their page about black men in the household, black man's rights, nothing. It was all about trans, lesbian rights, women's That's what it was all about. So they got millions of dollars. Not, last, last year, $90 million in donations. $90 million. Not one community center in, 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 in black communities. Not one uh, college fund for uh, the slain, uh, slain men and women of police. Not one program in any city that was from Black Lives Matter. The leader got a, uh, a, a Netflix deal and a YouTube deal. She got money. She's buying millions of dollars, houses and stuff like that. We're dying. They're making money off of it. Not one single program. Kevin Samuels, the same thing. See, he comes as a man that women and men are saying, yes, I should listen to this guy because look at his presentation. He's giving to me real. He's raw. He understands things. But at the end of the day, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a gay man that's putting out this image of masculinity now. Because I don't know any man that's going to ask another man how big your dick is, whether you're giving service. Now, if you're talking about sex and you're like, hey, my woman doesn't say she, I satisfy her. So I get one of the questions like, well, okay, well, is it, is it, is it, what do you mean? Is she saying you're not hitting the right spots or whatnot? You know, cool. I get that. But this guy is just a 20-year-old virgin, right? The, the, the backstory, he's a 20-year-old guy, virgin, was wondering why he can't get these types of girls. So he's asking all these questions. Where in the equation would you ever think to ask, do you have a big dick? Like, I, like e me even saying it right now feels weird. Like, it does. Like, I've never in my life ever would think to ask a man if he has a big dick. Like, that's not in a masculine man's vocabulary to ask another man that. You know, because what, what what is a big dick? Like 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 that, that's what I'm saying. Like 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 what really is? All women have different preferences. You know what I'm saying? Eight inches to one woman's big to another is small. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, so really, what it is it? Like 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 the way his mannerisms and how he was so comfortable to to say it. Oh, I have a big dick. You don't have a big dick. <laughs> That's really some feminine gay shit. Not saying that being gay is bad. Not at all. But at the end of the day, don't come as you're this masculine man trying to help other men to achieve goals with women. When at the end of the day, you personally probably don't like women. 
Now, I could be wrong, but I've never seen a video that go viral talking about how big is your vagina. How loose is it? How loose is it? He gets on the women as well. Why? Because at the end of the day, think about it. Who gets on women more in, uh, what type of man gets on a woman more about her looks? Because that's all he, that's all he talks about is, well, you know, you should be giving up the pussy. You got two kids and you want to be celibate. You stupid. Give up the pussy. Like, like literally, he talks from a standpoint of really not understanding relationships. He calls out the crazy stuff which makes you laugh. It's like, you know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff is, is, is comical. You know, it is like, you know, oh, yeah, I get that. But at the end of the day, he really talks as a man that doesn't understand what relationship really is. Because for him, he probably doesn't have a woman. If he does, it's, I, I, it's probably just for show because he doesn't understand it. But see, that is what they put out there. He's getting a lot of press, not because not because he's masculine, he's really doing stuff for, for black men. No, he's do because he's bashing the culture and bashing black men. And that's the image they want to put out. So I know you're saying, Cass, how does this relate? To mental health. Because once again, within our culture and outside our culture, they put forth what they feel is acceptable for masculinity for men. They're putting forth this imagery that now you have probably a whole bunch of men, I hope not, thinking like it's okay to ask that little man if he has a big dick in a general conversation about relationships. Now you're putting out a man that is telling another man that his dick size is important again a female. Now, at the end of the day, we all know that penis size stuff is a myth. Black men, on some general stuff, it's a myth. The whole, because you're black, you have a big cock. It's a myth. At the end of the day, the studies have been done, and on average, there is no big, like, difference in the communities. It's not, you know what I'm saying? There's no, you know, you know there, there are differences, percentage-wise, but at the end of the day, it's just because you're black don't mean you have a big dick. Let's be real. You know what I mean? We all know that. And at the end of the day, women are not looking for the penis. That's not what a woman looks like once a relationship. Now, we're not talking about these chicks out here that just want to fuck. That's one thing, you know, so, okay, whatever. But we're, he's trying to give relationship advice, helping men and women to understand themselves better to get the man or woman they want. I get it. But everything says superficial. I, uh, I, I, I had the pleasure this weekend of... On the way uh, back up from Miami, stopped at West Palm Beach. My sister's, my, my I'm sorry, my wife's brother, who's my brother-in-law, he's a pastor at the, ch- the church, a shout, uh, shout out to the Ark uh, uh, Church in West Palm Beach. And um, one thing he was talking about, which was very good in the Sherman, he was saying that, you know, women need to have, be accept their beauty inside before they accept their beauty outside. And that at the end of the day, no matter what shape you are, there's a man out there for you. See, and why? How does connect? We have been, we are being conditioned as men that to win, we have to have the trophy chick. Mentally, now it's like if you don't have that trophy chick, you're losing. The trophy chick is big ass, big titties, 
Instagram model type woman. If you don't have that, you're losing. You have a man like Samuel Jackson that puts it into our culture's mind that you need to be of a certain caliber as a man to get a quality woman. And a quality woman is a woman that is big titties, big ass, got all this going on. But see, the reality is that as a man, a woman is your strongest ally on your come up. Like for me, I've been with my wife for 18 years. And we have gone through hell together. There was times where we couldn't pay our car notes. So we was hiding and moving cars around so the repo won't come. Sometimes we had eviction notice on our doors. When our son was born, the house was so roach infested. Every night we had to go in and spray the roaches off his bed because they would be crawling around the basin around and stuff like that. Every single night. And we did that for about a year and a half. We struggled to get where we at today. And my wife was by me 100%. Now, if I was shallow, now, my wife is beautiful. I think my wife is fine. But if I was shallow, and I would listen to somebody like Kevin Samuels in our culture right now and, 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 and listen to what they're telling a black man he should have on his side, then I would have missed the greatness of my wife because I would be like, damn, she don't got C cup. Damn, that pussy ain't tight. Not that wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, all those superficial things that now this so-called relationship gurus out here giving this crap to our culture, making black men feel that our worth is equal to the woman that we have, and the woman we have is unattainable to us because we don't have what it takes to get her. Also, you have this man that's out there now representing black men as what black men should be. We should be feminine. We should be all, all that's what we should, that's, that's what a man is. See, I'm going to say something controversial. Before transgenderism got popular, let's be honest, before it got popular with, with politics and all this stuff, people that were like that, it was gender disorder, gender uh, identity disorder. It's in the DSVM, whatever, you know, and it's still in there, I believe. Where a person was born of one gender feels they're another gender. Now we call it being transsexual. Just like obesity. Now we call it BBW, loving yourself. Have BBW pride. We're in a society that our things that should not be celebrated and embraced are celebrated and, based, and embraced. Why are we celebrating a big woman that may have health problems? Love yourself, love your body. I get it, but at the end of the day, it's not healthy. Are we saying, okay, if you go to the doctor, you healthy, that size, nothing's wrong with you, you good, celebrate who you are, cool. Or if you have a thyroid problem, you're fighting, whatever. But we're saying the Fat girl, out in the club, wearing the shirt too small. Girl, live your best life. Be proud of who you are. We are celebrating bad habits and bad treats. Samuel, Sam, Kevin Samuels was celebrating a man that's bashing other black men on very superficial things. 
we're bashing, we, we, you know what I'm saying? He's bashing that. And then that is the example of what now a black man should be. Bashing other black men, degrading black women, and being very feminine. That's acceptable. I won't be surprised if he don't get a deal with Black Lives Matter. Because that's what they want out there. They want a black man out there bashing other black men, telling them they ain't shit. You, you, you need to step up your game. You don't have enough of these women. Be out here being feminine, being suspect, looking all greasy in the lips, shiny in the things, all that stuff. But that's what they want for masculinity to be. Now, once again, I will say there is nothing wrong with a man that keeps himself up. If you want to wear a suit every day and be pretty every day, that is fine. If you want to wear, you know, a tux every day, that's fine. If you want to get your toes and feet manicured, that is fine too. Completely fine. I know another man like that. Completely straight. Look, look at Prince. Prince is a perfect example of masculine feminine. Like Prince, like hair was always perm. My man wore shoes. And tights and all that. But see, Prince was a man. He didn't let, he, his style, that was his style, but he was a man. Prince had some of the most beautiful women in the world. Like literally the most beautiful women in the world Prince was with. But see, the thing was, he was comfortable in his masculinity. He wasn't afraid to say, this is who I am, but I'm still a man. You never heard Prince bash other women. You never heard Prince bash other men. You never heard Prince doing things that was of anything degrading his people. He did nothing but help people behind the scenes. You know how many scholarships he paid for, funerals, all that. Prince was doing a lot for his community. So I'm not necessarily saying that because you look a certain way, you can't be a masculine man. Not at all. Prince is a perfect example of that. But at the end of the day, he didn't do it by bashing other men and other and, and downgrading our women to get where he's at. He was a musical musical genius. Wrote some of the most phenomenal classic songs of all time. He didn't do it bash. He didn't do it doing songs about F this black man and uh, F the black woman. He did not. He uplifted. See, so at the end of the day, if you're uplifting, like, like Samuel, he could be a gay man, but he's uplifting us, other men and other people. I'll co-sign it 100% because you're uplifted. But all he's doing right now is doing something else that the media, doing another thing that the media does to us all the time as black men is, is messes up our mental about us as men. What is what is masculine? What is masculine now? Because we're taught that mas masculinity is toxic. So for me to be a man, I have to have feminine traits. So I have to have gender identity because at the end of the day, I want to be a man. But society's telling me that what I thought was a man isn't truly a man because of the imagery they're putting out. So now I'm messing with my head about myself. Well, maybe I should go, you know, paint my nails. You're not doing it because it's a fashion statement and you're like, yo, this is dope. Yo, this is my fashion. You know what I mean? Like the golf, the golf, the golf men. You know what I mean? The the, the golf. You know what I mean? They wear the skirts with the emo boots and stuff like that. It's not because they're gay. It's because it's fashion.
And some women like that. If you're in that world, you like that. You see the, the guy with the dark boots and the skirt and all of the eyeline around there. Like, oh, he's sexy. You know why? Because at the end of the day, that you know, he's a man, but that's his fashion. Because I don't think fashion is only to is, is gender. Because let's be real, if you look at the history of heels, European men start wearing heels way before women did. Do your history. Wigs were originally done by men. Skirts. Go to Scotland. They still wear skirts. They throw them kilts. So at the end of the day, there is no gender of this fact. No, there isn't. So the way he dressed, to be honest, is not, I don't care. If that's, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But at the end of the day, the message you put out is not masculine. You're checking everybody else about what it is the standards they should have. Now, don't get me wrong. I get it as a man. If you're dating a woman that has kids, she's like, I'm being celibate. I would kind of be like, are you serious? Now you want to be celibate? And that's cool. That's her right, though. But it's also my right, the man's right to say, nah, I'm not with that. Let me move on. So as a man, it's like, it's not about standards. It's about what you want and what you like. Now, I get it. I agree with him. So if you are trying to find an Instagram chick, but you up there living at home in your mama's house, not making any money, you know, either you're going to have to step up your game or you're going to be really trying to search for that one girl that gives you that pity be like, oh, I want to be with you. And that's, if that's what you're in, that's cool. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that this is the imagery that they're putting out for men. A feminine man. I know that the media was glad when Derek Jackson fell because it was too manly. Because all it did was was it was reassure women that see when a man looks too good to be true, he probably is. Because obviously in our community, we can't make mistakes with women. Women can make a thousand mistakes. A white man can make a thousand mistakes. A black man make one mistake, you're shit, you ain't you done. And I, I, I hope you understand that every podcast I do is that overall same message in the end. Is that you have to be perfect as a black man to be respected. It has to be the perfect masculinity, the perfect everything. Because once it's not perfect, you ain't shit. They throw us away. They throw us black men away. And then they replace you with somebody like, a Kevin Samuels. Because that's the imagery they want out there. He's getting so much press, so much love for bashing our culture, for bashing our black men, for being not the black man that should be out there representing our culture, but a feminine black man, black man that is asking other men, do you have a big dick and laughing at them about it? See, because the thing about any person that gives advice, a little bit themselves is always in the advice. A lot of times we 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 take a lot of our experiences and stuff like that. I do, and 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 apply it when people ask me questions. You know what I mean? And I try to find maybe a similar if my education doesn't cover it, or or you know, or or, or maybe my professional experience doesn't cover it or I've never been through it, I, I draw from my personal experience. So at the end of the day, everything has a, a, a little bit of you in it. 
every advice. So if I'm talking to a man that's that's t- asking me about relationships and this is what I want and stuff like that, you know, when I start talking about his dick and I actually then laugh like you don't have a big dick. What a woman get? She don't get a big dick. Then at the end of the day, I think that 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 question was something that he asks. Because he was too comfortable. When you're too comfortable with stuff, that means that's your reality. He was very comfortable saying that. And he didn't say one time. And I get it. Maybe it was in the content of it. Like, okay, well, you know, you don't have a job. Blah. How's your sex game? Do women really you know, rock with you? Whatever. But no, he just asked you, do you have a big dick? Like, I know I have a big dick. Like, who does that? But that's the that's the masculinity they want you to put. They want us to put out there. They want that's what they want the black man to be. And once again, you say, how does this affect mental health? Because at the end of the day, if society is is, is giving you these messiahs or these people to say this is the example of what a black man should be, how do our little boys growing up think about themselves? Because, see, one thing we don't understand, environmental psychology is more, more prevalent now than it's ever been with social media, with access now. It's completely different. There should be probably a whole new, uh, whole new restudy on environmental psychology dealing with social media and its influence on, on how people grow up now. Because at the end of the day, that shit right there affects our little boys. Everybody's on the Internet. So when you go viral, most people listen, especially in the black community, if it's somebody black. Most black people listen, hear, see it, all that stuff. And at the end of the day, that's the imagery they're putting out. Because, see, back in the day, you know, I remember I was in New York. What, what was this? Maybe 03, 04, Cameron came out, right? He came out wearing the pink, right? So it's cool for men to wear pink now. Back in the days, it wasn't. Men didn't touch pink. But now, you know, Cameron came out, the whole Dipset crew, they were wearing pink. And everybody's like, yo, you know, and he was like, yo, I'm a man, but yo, color don't matter. I look fly in this. Cool. Everybody started rocking pink. I still, shoot, I got a pink shirt that I rock that people like, yo, it's dope. But see, he didn't come out saying, fuck women, you're taking this back. Pink is ours. Fuck you, chicks. If you don't want to rock pink, then you you ain't with it. I mean, you know, it was just like he was like, yo, I'm confident enough as a man to rock this color. He had like the pink car, the pink freaking fur. The pink, I mean, he was rocking it. Just I, I, like he would rock black, like he would rock red. He's like, yo, I'm claiming this color. Boom. He didn't bash nobody. He didn't bash women. He didn't bash anybody for not wanting to wear pink. He's just like, yo, this is my movement right now. Boom. It is what it is. It was style. It was fashion. But he didn't do it bashing nobody. He didn't do it uh, uh, degrading black women, degrading black men. People always say it's not, you know, it doesn't matter who the messenger is, it's the message. That's a lie. 
it is about the messenger because at the end of the day, there are false prophets out there. And I know maybe I'm taking it too deep with false prophet, but there are false people out there that would give you bullshit to fuck up your life. He's getting attention not because he's really doing anything that's different. He's being vile, vulgar, and degrading to our people, especially the black men. And that's what gets you fame. Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, the, everybody that was around R. Kelly, on black men that snitched on him, they should be in jail too because if they were sitting there getting him women and, and watching women and him have sex with underage women, they should be in jail too, but they're not. But they snitched. Bill Cosby, the comedian that started joking so much about it that it started getting attention, a black man downgrading another black man. That's how it works in our community. That's how it works with black men. They down To get poppy, you have to... You have to bash another black man. You have to bash another positive black man. See, the comedian wasn't getting no, no attention. So, yo, let me talk about Bill Cosby. And when people started listening, oh, let me keep doing it. Now Bill's in jail. All them people on the R. Kelly documentary, all them men talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I used to go with him and he used to pick up the women. All that, they should be in jail, too, because they sat there with the crime. But no, they, they took the power down because the we're little players to people like that. Kevin Samuel right now, he is going to lead uh, hundreds of thousands of men on a new path of femininity, not because it's like, yo, I like the fashion, I'm rocking with it, because he's telling us men that the only way you can get a woman is be like him. Unless you got a big dick, like he said, and you make your money, and you don't, that, that's how you get, that's how you are, that's what it is to be a black man. Environmental psychology is very strong, and I think sometimes it's one of the most underrated uh, uh, areas of psychology that we ignore because at the end of the day, you, you, the old saying, you are a product of your environment. I'm not going to sit here and teach my son to fear cops because at the end of the day, if I put that in my little son, in my son's head to fear cops, as soon as a cop comes to help him, He's going to react scared. Like, I'm not saying that there aren't bad cops out there. I'm not saying that there, are, there haven't been unfair shootings, unfair killings of black people in our society. Yes, there have been. But look at the mental they put out there. Statistically, more white men are killed by cops than black men on average. And that's facts. I'm not sitting here trying to make anything thing up. More white men are killed by cops than black people. Then they say, well, well, okay, that may be true, but at the end of the day, what about what about innocent black men? I'm sorry, but just a little handful of these people that have been killed by cops unfairly were innocent. Now, I'm not saying it's okay for a cop to kill a man, a black man. I'm not saying it's okay for a cop to kill a criminal. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that those cops couldn't have done some something else and tried to avoid the death. Not saying I, I agree. But at the end of the day, if you really break down numbers, see, this is the thing. They don't want you to break down numbers and reality. 
They want you to, they want to tell you what your reality is. Show you through bullshit videos what your reality is. I get so frustrated every time I see a video of a black man in a car and a cop comes up, licensed and say, oh, uh, yeah, hey, pull down your window. You're like, oh, I don't want to pull down my window. I don't have to. It's the law, blah, blah, blah. What did I do? Call your sergeant here. All this other bullshit crap. Dude, just take the ticket and go. <coughs> because every cop out there is not trying to kill a black man. If you was speeding on a goddamn highway and he pulls you over and asks for your registration, just give it to him. There are thousands of interactions between black men and cops every single day in this country, and not and 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 the majority of them, most of them, don't end in a in, in a black man getting killed. Now you can talk about laws and affair, I I get it, but at the end of the day. Black men are not freaking enemy, enemy number one. And if, if we teach a whole generation of, think about it, you teach a whole generation of young black men to fear cops, you're going to have more altercations between cops and men, black men, because at the end of the day, we've been taught to fear them. Then what goes viral? These dumbass videos of these black men, so-called, know their light, their the laws, all this bullshit, and want to act stupid. So when a young black man sees a cop, he's acting stupid too. I don't have to show my ID, sir. I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to oh, no, that altercation. Now I'm not saying that cops are right. I'm not trying to defend them. I'm not saying, oh, blue lives. Oh, I'm not saying none of that. But what I'm saying, at the end of the day, I don't think any cop, most cops, wake up with the intent, like, I'm going to kill a nigga today. Do they need more training? Yes. But when you are a cop in, in the hood, and all you see is gangsters and black-on-black -black crime, and you pull over a black man, yo, environmental psychology. Learned behavior. My media tells me that these black men are criminals. I'm in an area that most of the crime that's done is by black men. So, yes, as soon as I see a black person, I am itching a little bit more to pull my trigger than if I'm in a white area that society does not tell me is a threat to my life. See, and that's real conversation that nobody really want to talk about. We want to talk about all the time with people, what the white man and, and is doing to us, but what are we doing to ourselves? Kevin Samuel is a perfect example of what we're doing to ourselves. We're, we are supporting what shouldn't be supported as the next masculine thing for men to look up to. When that's the standard, what masculinity is, then we have a problem in our society. We are taught fear. We are taught self-hate. But people ask, but people wonder why black men have a lot of health issues, mental health issues. Well, actually, they don't wonder. We did just think we're thugs, we're coons, we're we're we're, we're cheaters, we're dogs, we're adulterers, we're, we're we're murderers, we're rapists, we're sex crazed because that's what they put out there. When you're a real man and you have standards and you have masculinity, they call it toxic masculinity and they bash it and then they they replace that with somebody like Kevin Samuels that is okay to say is a man that's what they want us to be let's be real 
if you're not, I, I, one thing about this podcast, I'm going to talk real talk to our black men. Because we need to hear this. We need to understand psychologically what's going on with us. You know, I, I, you know, it's to the point where men are so confused that these guys are saying, oh, I want to be a woman now and being in sports with other women. The uh, the MA uh, the MA the MA the MMA fighter uh, that's a trans like every fight she's been in against a one he's been in against a woman she's like broken a skull or some shit. You got these dudes that there's there's no gender transition. They just wearing their hair like girls, balls, no nothing. Running against these other girls, taking scholarship away from other women because. I'm a woman now. I identify as a woman. Think about it. Because when there is a mass agenda to do something to a certain culture, the people are going to say, we're going to take losses on our side. So you say, well, Cash, you think there's an agenda? Yeah, there's a damn agenda for our men to be feminine. Hell yeah, there's an agenda. Because at the end of the day, black masculinity scares everybody. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we've been beaten so bad that at the end of the day, we still rise. And if black men are empowered, if black men are able to get our sisters together, if black men are able to do what they got to do, we are feared. And because we are feared, first you break down the culture, then you let society know what they, that they should think about you. And you take away their power. So at the end of the day, Samuel, Kevin Samuels represents what our society is doing to us as black men. Giving us an imagery that truly isn't a, a masculine black man. Now at the end of the day, like I said, masculinity isn't necessary your dress. Shit, masculinity ain't necessarily you being gay. Because the difference between me and a gay man, only difference between me and a gay man is what they do in their bed. Like, literally, let's be real. There's no difference. I know a lot of dudes that are gay, but, like, they're, they're masculine. And it's cool. So being gay is not under fire. I'm not saying being gay is horrible. Being gay is bad. I don't care whether you're gay or not, but you're still a man. Regardless of that, sex does not define you as a man. What you do in your bed don't define you as a man. What you do in your everyday, in your manners, is, is defining you as a man. Your actions as far as uplifting, being positive. But see, Kevin Samuel is an example of a man of, of the the type of man society wants you to 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 look at, to be attracted to. We gotta work on bringing black masculinity back. We gotta work on Addressing 
these health issues, these mental health issues. We have, a, we have an identity crisis as black men. We're told what we are. But at the end of the day, we don't know what we are, but we have to understand again what we are. We are black men. We are kings. We are leaders. We are strong. But the only way we could do this is identifying the problem. And the problem isn't you, my young black man, older black man. The problem ain't you. The problem is the society you was born into. We have to learn how to be strong mentally and overcome it and not care about what people say and create our own world. See, because the black man, we are able to create our own world. And that's what scares them. So I appreciate you listening to this um, podcast. Uh, catch me every Sunday, uh, 8 o'clock on the Culture Radio, cultureradio.com. You can download the app on Google and iTunes. Uh, check out uh, the website, um, uh, blackmensmentalhealth.com. Uh, the podcast should be up there. Uh, it's on it's on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. But if you want to go and listen to, to me, uh, and all the rest of us, you can also go to thecultureplay.com slash black men's mental health. That's my hosted distribution services and stuff. And you can catch out some of the other podcasts I have, like the Minute Advice and and uh, soon the Podcast Guru, where I'll be teaching people how to do cops because that's where I made my fortune. And that's where I started is doing the uh, Podcast Guru stuff. Um, so, yeah, definitely, like I said, you know, I appreciate your listeners. I know this was an anticipated one. And I thank you all for listening in. And um, next week we'll be talking about another topic. I don't know yet what topic yet because there's so many on my mind, but I will definitely let you know. Keep going to the website. I will be updating it a lot with press and news and stuff like that. You can catch me on social media, Casanova Williams. Uh, also, we got an Instagram page now, Black Men's Mental Health. Uh, and then also we have a Facebook uh, that we're going to start getting more active with that as well. So I appreciate y'all. Um, this has been a great uh, therapeutic for me as well. Hope it's therapeutic for you. I appreciate the people that have hit me up and said, hey, they love it. You know, keep the comments coming. Keep it coming. Give me ideas. And, you know, maybe I'll talk about it and stuff like that. So definitely I appreciate y'all. Until uh, next week, y'all have a good day.